0: Okay, so there's a massive thunderstorm going on in New York City, and it brings back memories of Hurricane Sandy. Of the, great, the Great Flood? The Great Flood where uh, it was not good, but uh, hopefully it won't be that bad this time.
1: That's where two, uh, two of every type of people that live in New York City had to get together in, in somebody's loft way up high in the sky to preserve, you know.
2: The, pro- the problem uh, was that Neil Patrick Harris didn't know what to do because that guy is one of a kind. <laughs> uh, one of a kind, con- once in a generation talent. Uh, did did from I did not uh, endure Hurricane Sandy. Um, I was uh, I did, however, participate in uh, Winter Storm Nemo, which many uh, question could actually have been more terrifying than Sandy, and you probably also, people who were in it were braver. They said
1: you also got fucking shad racked by by Duracho
2: Dave. I, I did get, i got the derecho pretty hard lost my power for 10 days that was rough so i'm a little bit of a storm expert myself uh based on what i've seen on tlc the primary impact of hurricane sandy was on uh bakeries and hair salons because there's a lot of rebuilding going on in those two specific areas that i've what seen. what are you trying to say about new york I'm just seeing a lot of specific episode like a very special cake boss where he like tries to dig out his cakes from his non-functioning freezer that kind of thing. Well, that I should mention
0: man. I should mention that the storm has not stopped. So, I guess <laughs> this is not uh, Hurricane Sandy. It's a miracle. Yeah, it's nice.
2: My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best thing of the week. My name
1: is Griffin McElroy, and I know the best thing of the past, I would say, at least four days. Let's be
3: conservative about it. My name is Dave Tack, and I know the best thing of the week. My name is Ross Fartchick, and I know the best game of the week. This is, of course, the
2: Besties, where we talk about everything that's happened in that week and try to pick from the rubble that week, whatever week that happens to be. So could it be uh, like? We,
1: could it be like? It could be any uh, week. March nineteen eighty two. Yeah, that's a month, but I I get your idea. Uh, like
0: Tuesday, nineteen eighty
1: two. That's a day. You're not doing. Oh it
0: crap! Yet. Four p.m.
1: All right. I'm already so mad at you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm only going four minutes. What this week? No games. Do you know why there's no games? Because they didn't show any games at the Xbox One press conference, and that's yeah. all we're talking about this week. It's a very special besties, where the the next gen's not near my friends it's here i think uh they hinted at games maybe being supported sure they they referenced that it would play games in at least two different instances
2: yeah it's such a big deal because there hasn't been a new xbox for a long time and now it seems like there will be one yeah um expert commentary <laughs>
1: let's before we get into our our granular best things from the press conference i want to i'm curious about how it left all of us how did it leave you when it, you, when it was done with you where where were
0: you at physically i was physically not nearly as exhausted as i was after the playstation
1: press conference what do you mean by Well the PlayStation press conference was also almost twice as long. But
0: that's what I mean. It's like it felt like a marathon whereas this felt like a very
1: carefully constructed Spike TV special. It was it was crazily dense which was which was not so great for the news team because it was uh it required a lot of uh, just bad writing. Just we did we did <laughs> some of the worst writing just as we had slop to slop it up there, right? I had to get it done so fast we just like put where we vomited the news into a bucket and then threw it on a, the canvas that is our beautiful website. The spell check button's so far away. Eh. I know. Eh,
2: just post it. You're talking about milliseconds, though. I know. Every every right. moment. you got to get that SEO. Uh,
0: I just think, from a, just from an entertainment, like, I can sit and watch a press conference and be sort of interested. I think they crushed Sony. I'm not talking about feature set or anything like that. I just think, like i was watching it and they kept saying new things and i didn't have to watch gameplay of knack sure and as a
1: as a you know the average sort of joe the plumber would have would have gotten a lot out of it because joe the plumber probably really likes tv and football yeah probably really likes those things and can get can get super hyphy about it i actually thought the press conference wasn't that bad because i went into it knowing they weren't going to show a lot of games they didn't explicitly say they weren't going to do that ahead of time but the fact that they were like we got a very games heavy e3 presentation waiting for you sort of intimated that yeah this one was going to follow the pattern of the past two xbox 360 e3 press conferences which were incredibly like smart glass and you know media partnership heavy yeah um for me it was everything that came after the press conference that was a total fucking disaster. oh that was a mess
0: but wow i think we're getting probably into our best categories so maybe, maybe. we should start it who wants to go first mine's dumb so someone else do one
2: <laughs> <laughs> should we do an overview is there anyone who doesn't know the details of this yet that would be listening to our program also? Is that, a, is that too narrow of a section of the Venn yeah, diagram? Yeah, that
1: person doesn't exist I don't I don't think, unfortunately. I, I mean, what's there to say? It's called the Xbox One. It's got some heady specs. <laughs> some dank. It's got some dank specs. It'll, uh, it'll hook up to your cable box, and so you won't have to change inputs to watch your cable TV. And it can uh, multitask, So if you're playing a game and you want to watch tv you just sort of snap that right on there and then it has a lot of different power states like these are the only things that i got excited about the fact that it has like a rest state that you can boot from instantly like that's kind of neat i'm down with that um it it can apparently save your state of the game you're playing at any time so Mm -hmm. if you just want to you know power it off and, and go do something else it'll save it right there you don't
0: think it's like like the veto where essentially like if you want to use like an app you can like pause it but it's not like saving permanently
1: yeah I don't think because that would disrupt some of the like you know Dark Souls is almost entirely built around the fact that saves are few and far between. well I'm pretty
0: sure they're not designing the Xbox console to support Dark Souls functionality
1: no but they wouldn't usurp not just Dark Souls but you know there's a lot of games that don't allow you to save anywhere you want for very specific reasons. Anyway, Punch out. that's yes,
2: precisely. Eureka. Uh, let's now. I think we're deep enough into specific details now that we can open up with our best, uh, our our best competitors. This episode of the Best These is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know
0: there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture from their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. And, right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A-FRAMES.COM, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Dave Tack. Yes, sir. Uh, you're our guest. I'd like you to talk about what you think is best Actually, about we... the, yeah. the Xbox.
3: Um we actually sort of just touched on it there. Um it's the I think it's the 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 best sort of cell phone feature that I'm excited to use, which is that sort of insta save insta switching uh mm-hmm. feature and I think in large part it's because I've grown so used to my console being slow at this point. Uh it's Not
1: slow I I don't it's, know, when you say slow, you mean, like, it takes a while to turn it on and do th- shit with it compared th- to a-
3: That is correct.
0: It's like 30, 30 to 45 seconds to, like, get to a point where I could mm-hmm. actually move a cursor, which is ridiculous.
3: Right. right. It's, it's, it's nuts, but it's, it's also, I think, because when they designed these things, they had no idea that this is what they'd be doing. And eight years later, they've jammed uh, so much stuff into it that it's just, it's, it's been maxed out.
0: Yeah, I do like going back and looking at that original dashboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh my the, god! It the is days un- of
3: the blades are long
0: gone. Unbelievable,
1: <laughs> right? Um, but the I I'm totally down with that because I do love like that's what I love about the 3ds. I just open yep. it up and it's right there. That's what I love about the Vita too. Um, but the the pitch that I don't I don't multitask really on any electronic device i own except for my computer sure i will have multiple apps open on my ipad but that's not really multitasking like i'm not really using two of those at once um the the pitch of like you can be playing a game and then if you want to watch tv it's just like zimzam magic magic connect spell and then it changes to tv like that's it that that just doesn't hold much water for me because it's like i if i want to watch tv i'll watch tv like i don't i don't understand why one would need a, a such a smooth transition between media consumption happening.
0: because i that's uh, what happens i don't know sometimes i'm like crafting uh, something that takes a while and i watch tv in the meantime but does it
3: oh.
2: does it say, that's my question though. does it save the state oh. of the game or does that that's
3: that's what it seems to be mm-hmm. uh, they what they told us was that it 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 uh, let's see here uh, it, it, it essentially effectively saves not uh, like uh, like an actual in-game save but think of it like iOS when you leave an app and it like said, essentially pauses the game yeah but on so
0: iOS if you run too many apps you'll like lose your state
3: um, I don't think it runs iOS oh my god
1: <laughs> I was making an analogy oh my he bad. burned I'm, you he burned your shit up though. that's a goof
2: That's what I did there it was funny they have to have I mean they got to come up with something right Right. They got to put something in it. I like the work. idea of saving everything. Like, I think yeah. that's cool. I just, yeah. I feel like both the consoles right now are lacking that feature that, and I mean, we we came up with, like, these best ofs, and, like, I think we all kind of went for little things, because I don't feel like either box, right, I mean, I, obviously they're going to play next generation games, and as such, will be exciting, and we're going to buy them as a result, but, like, I don't feel like either one has, like, that big idea or you know that that really gets me excited just to to have it as a rule like i we just have, feel like it's an iterative they're both so surprisingly iterative considering um you know how long it's been since we had the last console generation am i am i alone th- in that
3: no I, you, I, you know, know why actually i think, I think you are <laughs> okay well he's <laughs> not though damn it go, no,
0: ahead, dave. go ahead dave Tack.
3: he the thing is this is this, this is the these are the first this and ps4 and to a lesser extent, the Wii U but they're the first new consoles to be released since basically the iPhone or the smartphone and tablet revolution, and a lot of the features that we 're seeing in the new consoles weren't born on consoles they're just doing things that we've come to expect from other devices yeah and i don't it yeah. doesn't make it a ton less exciting to me i don't I don't know how much time i'm going to spend like Putting Skype on the side of my screen and watching TV on the other, but if I can do it really fast, that makes me happy. So or just the idea of Instaboot is great. Like it's it's going to be as quick to start a game, or start an app, or to start anything, uh, you know, as it is to tap an icon on my phone.
0: So what you're describing sounds to that's how I feel about the um, the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, is essentially they showed what was very much the playstation 4 you know it does better graphics uh better controller but essentially the only like new feature that they put out there was like you could share game clips with your friends and like watch other people play over cloud and stuff like that uh, i'm sorry microsoft on the other hand put forth a total revisioning of what like a game console is like what the focus is for a game console and in this particular which case is to say tv yeah which is to say tv <laughs> right absolutely and they're
2: basically turning it into that thing that plugs into the hotel tv right you can get your pay-per-view yeah you learn about where the what the pool hours are <laughs> <laughs> um no i mean you look at like when when we had the generational switch from from 360 to, to ps3 obviously hd massive yeah you mean uh,
1: ps ps2 to ps3
2: yeah, I'm sorry. PS2, PS3, Xbox, Xbox 360. That generation, the generation 7, depending on how you want to uh, number them, but yep. the 7th or 8th generation, you, we had, uh, first off, Blu-ray on PS3, which was which was awesome because we had a lot bigger storage space there and the ability to play those movies. So, like, right there in the box, like, that's that big, big feature that we, that most people had not had in their life. Well, and before. also online. The fact and also the that, like, fucking dankest graphics. Well, no. I'm trying to put graphics aside because we are going to get new dank graphics. That's like not, not what I'm talking the about. Dank
1: here. the leap in dankness. to <laughs> saying not be nearly.
2: The, I'm saying we go, we make the leap to HD. We have bigger storage. We have uh, these massive, uh, uh, the well not massive at the beginning, but hard drives that allow you to download games make that a reality for the I, first time in the console territory. I, I mean, actually,
1: I, I only have a four gigabyte arcade unit so I have no idea what you're talking about
2: oh <laughs> well, trust me mm. on this one I mean these are like big big things that really could change the landscape and and did and like were enough to get you excited about the console that you're buying outside of the fact that it was just the next thing that played games and like I don't uh I maybe uh, Sony has something more to talk about with like streaming, and I think mm-hmm. streaming is a big possibility there. That could be the, uh, you know, sort of the big hook. But outside of better graphics, uh, from a game perspective, I don't, I don't really see anything that's like getting me excited, or not, not just getting me excited, but like it had to happen. You know, that we had to have these new consoles, and even the graphics, Griffin, as which you mentioned, like I, the the leap from. The, the the current generation to the next generation in terms of graphics is not going to be like it was before. It's, very it's not going to be the jump to, from a, right. SD to well, HD. Remember, it's you, just not.
3: Right. You remember like the first time you played Assassin's Creed uh, and you sort of, you know, climbed up some tower and looked around. Or at least I remember doing that. Is that how like you're thinking,
0: supposed to get around? I kept getting stuck on the ground. You're supposed to climb in that game?
3: Which, Assassin's Creed?
0: Yeah. No! I was just walking on the I ground was, and...
1: I kept getting I kept getting scared of all the horses. And yeah. I would just run. I just run away from them as fast as I possibly could. Okay. Just some real remember horses.
3: Good, remember how awesome the horses looked? Yeah. They the looked horses good. looked great awesome. too. I mean, yeah. But there, I, were th- I was... there were things that that could. My point is, there were things that you could do in the game that you couldn't. That you could. You could see why you needed the next gen for that. Right. Like beyond graphics, all of the people walking around saying the four lines of dialogue that had been recorded. Uh, you know all of that kind of stuff. See, that was a joke. I think we're still,
1: funny. I think we're still going to get shit like that from this generation. Like obviously we're still going to get shit like that. I just, I do not think it is going to come from the the graphics department. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that these console generations are not happening so far ap- apart. That PC gaming has like already shown us how fucking good these graphics are going to get. And even when these new consoles come out, they are still not going to look as great as the highest end PC does. Um, I think it's going to come from other feature sets. It's going to come from other, you know, technology that they put in there. I think it's going to come from, you know, having these massive, massive, massive server banks for clouds that let you Mm -hmm. have dedicated servers for every single multiplayer game and let you play, you know, 300-player matches and sustain these, you know, MMO-esque features and the online multiplayer components of console games that really haven't shown any strength or validity in that department ever before like that's the kind of stuff that's going to be able to change the game but we're not really
2: we haven't been shown that we haven't shown that and and that's what I'm really hoping when we get to E3 Uh, what I'm hoping for um, is that we can figure out what it is in games that we couldn't do before that we're able to do now and that's sort of uh, central to my best of the week Uh, mine is the best use of FMV that may in fact not be FMV And that is Quantum Break, the the new game coming to Xbox One from Remedy, which uh, is the developer you'll know behind original developer behind Max Payne and also uh, Alan Wake. So, Um, so before
0: you delve into this, I'm curious if you could just obviously I think everyone that listens to this podcast knows how much Justin loves FMV, but I don't think everyone knows specifically what like counts as FMV. So like generally. I just view FMV as like it's not in-engine. It's
2: Right. It's out of engine. But also does it have to be live action for it to be FMV? In my opinion for in Definitely. my traditional definition it has to be FMV. People try to tell me about like It has to be live action you mean? It has to be yeah, it has to be live action to be FMV. It can't be cartoons. I'm I'm not interested in cartoons. Fuck that. I want to see real ass bad actors. Uh,
1: it's in doing their performing.
2: Yeah. What? Oh my god! I played Tender Loving Care on the iPad by the way, which would have been my best of. Oh my god, that is a dope treat. If you've never seen that, uh, a Super psychosexual, erotic, right? erotic thriller uh, starring John Hurt as a psychoanalyst.
1: Fucking all the women.
2: He's he, he asks you questions about your psyche, and the movie contorts to please your psyche. I oh, think.
1: God. Ugh.
2: At one point he says, have you ever looked in awe at a horse's penis? That is (laughs) an actual line from this game. Little did John Hurt know
1: that just by playing an FMV game, you were already at full chop.
2: Yeah, uh, so so I love FMV, and Quantum Break looks like it is integrating some sort of full motion video into the experience. I don't know exactly what. They weren't clear about it. Uh, It is a game where uh, uh, apparently time is somehow... Messed up, I guess, is broken <laughs> yeah. somehow. Hold on. D-
1: pa- page one of the script interior day time's all messed up. Well, have you seen looks like the time's seen... all fucked to shit? We better get on it. Time have you pops. seen the show
0: Touch? Anyone? No, with Keefer Sutherland.
1: I know no. that it stars but... Kiefer Sutherland and a little boy, and it's yeah. called Touch.
0: So imagine Touch, but with a girl,
2: and
4: that's <laughs> the... I do all the time.
2: There you go. I did through most of my formative years for certain. Um uh, so I I what I would be interested to see is if, is if this is some sort of like transmedia property where you know, like a, a has some video elements uh because that was another part of the announcement was they talked about Xbox Entertainment making some uh just purely video based stuff, which I, I think would be really interesting. But uh Alan Wake I, had that. Yeah, true. Alan Wake did. Remedy has always utilized FMA. They, actually, they, they yeah. used it in the Max Payne games, and they used it in, in they, Alan but, Wake. But Wait, they also
1: that... had that. Uh, they had that Twin Peaks-esque web series that yeah, was yeah, actually
2: yeah. super,
1: super good. Like yeah. one of the, what was it called?
0: Night Springs. Bright
1: Bright Falls. Bright Falls. Um, it was that was like actually genuinely very good, and like it served as a great extension. Of, of the, the franchise in the world that, that Alan Wake was set in. Like, if they did more stuff like that, I think that would be pretty dope. Yeah,
2: what the, if Quantum Break opens up, like, in the opening credits at the end, it says, based on the novel by Alan Wake? <laughs> I would lose my mind. That would be amazing.
1: They just came out and did a video where they were, like, uh, the, the studio lead was, like, talking up to the fans about why they weren't doing Alan Wake 2, and it's like, dog, I watched that trailer. There were a shit ton of, like, inanimate objects floating around covered in dark masses and like chasing human beings around like it's it's fucking alan Wake too mm-hmm. what I'm did a, he
2: say what,
1: did, what was his explanation well,
3: they're gonna make it when me. the time is right his, also uh, known his... as
0: they sold six copies of yeah the his summary yeah, it was so
1: basically sad. in summary like sorry guys but like i need to eat like i have a, a yep. wife and kid to feed like I, I need money, and you guys didn't give me any of that. Last I need time. money for this funny
0: <laughs> accent. I can't walk around. Whoa!
2: What? Whoa! Did you just hear that? <laughs> That's
0: what I get for making a dumb joke.
1: Yeah. Um.
3: Anyway, yeah, Alan Wake's on sale for five bucks. Yeah, you should. It. It. It's on on it.
1: Steam and Xbox, I think. It is a triumph. It's yeah. a good game. Um, for five bucks. Um, I. <sighs> I don't. Wow. Was that the most exciting game that they? I mean, they showed off.
4: rocketmoneycom slash besties
2: you go get a phone you just want a phone talk to your friends and family you're not asking so much then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech you know the contract may sound good uh, up front but there's always some sort of catch you know who's not going to do that to you not going to pull that nonsense mint mobile their wireless plans, there is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars, for, like literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, and pay 15 bucks a month, say bye. To your overpriced wireless plans jaw-dropping monthly bills the unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com besties that's mintmobile.com slash besties cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties additional taxes Fees and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
1: Chris Grant was in the newsroom, chat room yesterday, just fucking spitting some dope heat about business ideas. The dopest business ideas. Activision, take this, have it. Use that Connect 2.0. Let us scan in our own personal pets to fill the role of the Call of Duty Ghost Dog. Wait, Ghost Dog is in it? Clearly no, not what I meant. Let me scan in my Forrest sweet Whitaker. my sweet kitty cat. Let me scan in Forrest Whitaker. Uh, I think that's a good idea. I would pay. I would pay money. I would microtransact that. I would give. I would give at least. I would give maybe six hundred Microsoft points.
0: Yeah. What 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 other ideas did he have? That, might that be was good. really the only one, was it was just a
1: microtransact to scan in my dog or my cat. I don't have a dog, but I would buy one to scan it into ghosts.
2: I would do that in a uh in a uh a car racing game. That would be a lot of fun. What what happened with scanning yourself into into games? Scanning yourself onto a skateboard design?
1: Exa- well no uh, even scanning like your face. Yeah, I know. That was the dopest in, in Tony Hawk per- no, and in, Perfect uh, Dark had it. N- did it? Yeah. Perfect Dark uh, I liked was like the first game that ever had it. Rainbow Six Vegas was super kind of creepy actually watching yourself get like murked by terrorists and then it's your dead
2: it's your own dead face there on the ground. Yeah, I don't know what fa- what happened to facial mapping. It seems like we should have the tech to well, do that. Well, it was now. all terrible. Like I know, but like, Vegas is so bad. Things are better now. Like they Things they... are better.
1: You don't have to do I I think for the original I can't I think it was Tony Hawk Underground you could do it. You had to take a picture of yourself on a digital camera which used a floppy drive because it was 1990 81 um, Tuesday it was Tuesday <laughs> on that year and you had to take a picture of your face and then email it to some server and then it would ping you back with a link that you would have to put into the game manually Ugh, and now you yeah, can just, like, you just scan your face with that Connect 2.0 so many possibilities Yeah. How about it, Connect 2.0? How about oh. Connect 2.0? You know what else was really cool that they didn't show up? This is the kind of shit we were talking about earlier. About like cool gameplay shit that they just didn't talk about. Um, and we didn't even know about it until we interviewed them afterwards. The controller, the guide button in the middle of the controller, doesn't have that little ring around it telling you what player you are. And so Brian was like, why is that? And the guy said, because Connect 2.0 will be able to face map everybody you know that that signs on to it It will be able to and the controller has an ir um output the connect will be able to tell who is using what controller okay so so
0: they could do this like that i remember when the connect first launched the original connect first launch they were like you walk in front of the screen and you wave at it and it knows exactly who you are and it never worked not once mine can do that really it still does it yeah sure yeah
1: so that that shit you just said was all wrong.
0: Well, maybe it's because I live in a small New York apartment.
1: Yeah, or maybe it's just because your looks are fading really quickly, and
0: it can't mm. even. I'm like the it's, picture it, of Dorian Gray.
1: The skin is just like sloughing off.
0: Yeah, that might your be
1: cheekbones. It. Ugh, and that's my handsome beard. But I isn't that that's kind of dope. Like you don't have to like oh hold on turn your controller off and let me unplug the battery pack and then plug mine back in. Yeah, if that works
0: a hundred percent of the time, I think that's cool. But it, the second it's like isn't consistent, then it's a nightmare. And now you have right. no way to like control who's player one.
1: Yeah. Well, except you got to take his face off.
2: Yeah. Replace it with your one, own face. Like Ghost Dog. And you definitely do have to, uh, you definitely do have to have your Kinect plugged in all the time. There's yeah. no, they, they, they have said that you, it always has to be in. It always has to be watching you. Yeah. That's colossally all obnoxious. The time.
0: Like there's no excuse for that.
2: You're, just to re- So to recap, your console never turns off and it's always watching and listening to you. And also, no. it's super horny. It's super, super horny. <laughs> it's DTF constantly.
1: <laughs> it's DTWYF, which is what? which is even worse.
2: What's, uh, sorry, what's WYF?
1: Uh, down to Watch You Fuck. Oh, <laughs> okay, gotcha. It wants to upload that to its own private servers and then when the fucking Skynet becomes self-aware, it's going to be a sexpocalypse apocalypse. All my all of my sites are gonna feature lots of JPEGs of my naked form. No. I know that none of us picked it, but uh, uh, I use game stuffs kind of crazy, right? The reason I didn't pick that is because I like we just don't fucking know what's up, and it was a total. How do fiasco. they not know what is, up? This is?
0: This is what I think it's gonna be.
2: And I, I'm pretty confident. That's to recap. If you did not see what happened on on the day of, basically, you had Phil Harrison. And the at Xbox support account saying wildly different things, actually contradicting each other. First of all, who uh,
0: said that that uh, the Xbox support account was even a reliable source to begin with? It's a bunch of guys that were trained to use Twitter.
2: Uh, it is a Guinness World Record for the most
1: responsive. Yeah, it's Twitter actually account. super good. Phil Harrison came out said there would be a fee if you wanted to play a game secondhand, whether you 100% from fee. friend. Well, no, at first he didn't say that when first he talked to, to wired, actually it wasn't Harrison at first wired had that story said they reached out to a Microsoft representative. I don't think they named who it was said that there would be a fee that you would pay. And that's how it would work. Then Xbox support said there wouldn't be a fee. Then Kotaku published an interview with Phil Harrison, where he said there would be a fee close to the price of the full game. Um, and I don't remember what the next backpedal was there. Um, but we reached out to Microsoft, and a Microsoft representative told us that that was just a, po- a potential scenario. So, like, they also said, like, a bunch of obnoxious shit. Like, the story for today is that we're showing off this entertainment all in one solution for your living room. And it's like, actually, you don't get to decide what the story is today because this is fucking yes, bananas.
0: <laughs> yeah they don't um, seem to have everything buttoned up that harrison interview in particular like he's i don't know it seemed like he wasn't media trained at all or not even prepared yeah to because it's not like questions.
1: he's not like he's been doing this for fucking
0: right 15 to 30 years like did he walk in there not expecting someone was going to ask about always on and used games
1: yeah his his statement on always on is that it's not going to be always on no but it will do online checks every 24 hours or else you can you, you, you can't play your games like what are you fucking doing guys it's it's a little bonkers um, anyway that's why i didn't want to talk about it is because it's yeah there's so, just yeah. a lot of unknowns at the moment i will talk about my thing though go for it tell me mine is the best news for video game publishers <laughs> of the best news for, for for video game publishers in in the next console generation and that is that indies cannot self-publish on xbox one so you're necessary still so you're necessary you're you're essential in a process the the very purpose of which is to circumvent you so mm-hmm. so that's great news for you guys so what do you think is the rationale that my honest has to god i've that. been thinking of, here's here's the only thing i can think and and Microsoft may have a valid point here is that when I think of of all of the digital sales platforms that exist Steam Xbox Live Arcade, PlayStation Network, Google Play uh, iOS uh, I always and this may or may not be true, but I think of Xbox Live Arcade as being the most the most quality controlled the one that if you take up the average sum the mean of the you know quality of all the games on that platform xbox live arcade is leagues ahead of yes of everybody else but at on the other hand it also has far fewer games i would say than any other platform yeah mm-hmm. which now, is
0: are we not when, great. when we say that uh indie developers need a publisher to put games on
1: xbox it either has to be microsoft game studios or an improved publisher
0: okay so how does it work on PSN, for
1: example, uh, on PSN, uh, it's not a fucking free fall, free for all. It's right. not like iOS. Uh, you have to, and they have changed how they do things to to make things much more indie friendly from when the the PS3 first came out. But uh, you have to uh, basically be granted permission to release your game on the PlayStation Network. But they are incredibly like lenient for for who they allow to do that. Okay, um, but. It, no. Is it
0: just a matter of, like, there being
1: less, like, checks
0: along the line? Like, you're not constantly having to meet with Microsoft to, like, see progress
1: on your game? or I don't know how that works. Yeah. Um, but I do know on PlayStation Network, you can self-publish. You just have to get permission from from, from Sony. Um, on Xbox, you have to partner with a publisher no matter what. And, that and if you in... don't
2: know, that system is already crazy and broken. Like, the, you already have people who are trading... Those tokens. Uh, the token right. yeah right who are trading yep. to get the opportunity to uh, to publish a game on there it's it's nuts um, and it and it it's not a system that is working well at all and and it's so sort of like backward to me and so sort of not where things are going it seems really crazy could you make like uh, a shell company
0: and like I'm Russ Frustick Productions and it's I'm doubtful publishing. that it would
1: be an, appro- an a, one of their approved publishers that, I don't actually know who is I yeah, have a really be. nice suit. I don't know who is on that list, but I do, like, you see casualties of it all the time, like uh, the uh, Stranger's Wrath, right? Yeah. Didn't, didn't con- just had water, just couldn't get a publisher, didn't want to get a publisher yeah. from their approved list and said, well, I guess we're not.
0: And it also increases the number of,
1: uh, you know, obviously they have to pay out the publisher, pay out Microsoft. Right. You know, They're, they are adding another, you know, drain on, on their revenue that uh, just doesn't fucking need to be there like what possible purpose could there be for a publisher if the independent developer has lowered their overhead to a point where they don't need to seek outside funds they don't need any outside help you know promoting or marketing their game which is a totally viable scenario and then like you're fucking releasing it digitally it's not like you need to pay somebody to print the discs there, is, there are so many instances where a publisher just isn't necessary. And they are they are making it a, a requirement. And the only reason I can see that is to maintain their quality control instead of just letting it be an open market and then have a, a form of curation that, that makes these games successful. But
0: Sony has quality control too. It's just not as stringent.
1: Right. But Sony also has a number of different storefronts. Like it has PlayStation Mobile, which say what you will. Right. Is a billion times better and more supported than Xbox Live Indie Games, Yes, that's which true. you can only release in Xbox Live Indie Games on the XNA platform, which they're not going to fucking support anymore. Yeah, like they have they have shown a, a systemic pattern of just not giving a shit because they don't think that that indie games are moving the needle. And, and I, I mean
0: numerically. No. It's not I mean, you know, you're talking about the smaller indie look, trust me, I love indie games. Even small, tiny indie game no one ever heard of. I love them. But are they keeping Sony afloat? N- not really. No one's like I mean, they're good. They're keeping software flowing, but no one's like making tons of money off of these. Not, and maybe it's just Microsoft being well, you know, we'll just like not I don't really want to worry about being nice to you know thousands of indies we'll just pick the six we like and we'll work with them and that'll be that
1: that's the thing like they they bank entirely on these huge mega monster hits for the platform and that is fine but you can have those in the indie world if you uh, like how many how many million sellers do you think there have been for xbox Live arcade and then compare that to how many million sellers do you think there have been for ios and i know that there's a lot more of that hardware out there but I also think it has something to do with the fact that a lot of those companies are like, oh, fuck that. We're not going to port our games over to Xbox. That well, and to pricing so and free-to-play to and all that stuff. There's right. a
0: lot of factors there. I would say the one-to-one comparison would be PSN versus uh,
1: Xbox, but... Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I don't think we'll ever get that, those numbers together. No, probably not. And even mm-hmm. if we did, like, M- Minecraft probably fucking throws the whole thing off. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's, just, it's just crazy to me that, like on the other end of the spectrum sony is doing everything in their power to court to court indie devs from like loosening up who they give permission to release psn games to to like the having the pub fund going out to fucking showing off the witness at their at their reveal press conference right. like they are they are obviously so much better in tune with with how great indie games are and and how the wind is blowing and and i don't know microsoft just seems well, like they either don't give a shit or they just don't have a clue.
0: Yeah, I, I I, think it's just a matter of a priority thing. And they, this is one area that they don't want to change tack. But it's the, the fact of the matter is, this is something that they could change over just a couple months. Like, one day they could wake That's up and true. be like, you know what? We're going to try to do with indies now in a year or two. It's not like the, for the lifetime of the Xbox One console, Yeah, this is going to be law. I mean, it might be, but... It's not necessarily. They did the say, right,
1: so the story where this surfaced was a Shack News interview with um, Redmond Game Studios and Platforms General Manager Matt Booty, which is pretty good. Um, and That's he weird. said, I would uh, also expect that for this new generation that we're going to continue to explore new business models and new ways of surfacing content. Um, so, like, I guess it's it's not out of the picture that they could change their mind about this. but
3: Yeah. Right. But if you look at who they brought on stage... It was right, Call of Duty, and it was EA, you know, and they showed FIFA and Mac. Well, uh, I think they're going EA, for the big now, guys right E3 now. is going to be a better. E3 indication. is
1: going to be the, the Crucible for it's
0: like. Oh, but,
2: uh, but Sony did Sony did but, bring on Jonathan Blow, and if you don't think that that was a symbolic gesture as much yeah. as it was anything else, yeah, it was. But one. Sony's press conference was
0: was both hardware and software, whereas Microsoft was almost entirely like but focused. But get on outside
1: not games. of get outside of the the mindset of just talking about the announcement of these two consoles look at the companies as a whole when when sony talks about the ps3 exclusive that characterized their console possibly for the entire generation but definitely for the past year what game do they turn to uh buzz yes buzz the trivia game no they turned to journey journey is like <laughs> yeah. the fucking feather in their cap and yes that is also because they didn't release too many exclusive games last year but like they obviously know that indie games aren't just some diversion and they're not even just like a way to trick gamers into thinking that your platform is the true games the the where true gamers play like they know that it is a a viable commercial model
0: well do they did journey sell consoles is a better question again i don't have the numbers but if it didn't, that's why Microsoft is doing what it's doing, which is to say, in, from a business perspective, they don't care because it's not going to make an impact.
1: So, but can they really have? The, can they really champion this message of it's the all-in-one box? Unless you wanted to play indie games on it, then, yes, then you because they yes. they have
0: marketing people that are championing that. They could champion whatever they want. It doesn't matter if it rings true or false.
1: Is the Pizza Hut app going to be on it?
0: I goddamn hope so.
1: Let's talk about our last thing. So okay, can, our last yeah. thing
0: is the be- I forget how I phrased it as the best. Oh yeah, the best thing that no one else cares about: cloud achievements.
1: Oh man, you were right. That is dumb. <laughs> uh,
0: Great yeah. Good
1: closer, everybody. It's gonna. Can we gonna, just do
0: Dave's again? We're gonna yeah. close this one out with cloud achievement. No, I
1: like I like the idea of cloud achievements. Explain to me what it is because you just said two you, two words that I just okay. So cloud. Care. So
0: right now, when a game comes out on Xbox 360, yes. Um, you're essentially, you have to assign a thousand gamer score points or 60 achievements to that game. Okay. And in terms of the back end, it's tied to that game release. So if they ever want to add new achievements or mess it, like rename achievements or if it, an achievement is broken and can't be unlocked by anyone, the only way to fix that is to do a title update. As an example, uh, Battle Block Theater, which is out right now, a pretty major release, uh, has one achievement that no one can get it's actually bugged and the only way to fix that is a title update which can take three months or whatever and
1: also ten thousand dollars
0: and also ten thousand dollars so, well i don't know for Battleblock, they're probably fine they do have millions and millions of dollars so but for other people it's an issue so essentially what they're doing is removing um achievements from being tied physically to the game's release and making them fully controlled by the publisher of the game So uh, if Call of Duty adds, you know, one week wants to do like a special, you know, whatever, get 10 headshots this week achievement, they can do that in a blink of an eye. Whereas before it would take way longer and be more expensive. Um, But doesn't
2: that
1: kind of devalue the whole idea of achievements, though? It depends how. No,
2: no, no. It doesn't kind of. It absolutely 100% (laughs) utterly got a shadow of a fucking doubt in values. Something that is already utterly without value. They've done the impossible. Okay, that is the killer app of Xbox is it bends reality around itself and devalues a, a thing without value. Okay,
0: so here's the thing is that it depends how much they do it. If a game comes out and it has a thousand achievement points, and then in the next week they add four thousand more achievement points, I completely agree with
1: you. But if you if you fucking on Gears of War five unlock the you know the Diet Sprite Kill of the Week achievement, and then that's on your fucking profile forever, dog, like the (laughs) fucking dark mark. How I would just I would have to change my name I would have to go into witness protection to get out of that
2: shit <laughs> I just think that it achievements are already so goofy I think like they're, they're dumb but I do think I, I do you don't think they're dumb you love them like a mother loves her, <laughs> her infant child I know
0: here's the way I look at achievements and I think it's important that people acknowledge that I have some maybe quasi basis in logic achievements the way I look at them are like books on a shelf when you look at a shelf of books you remember oh i remember when i read lord of the rings two towers that was a pretty good book remember that time when sauron
1: fell or something i don't know so for me it's more like a shelf of books that have bookmarks stuck in them close to the very beginning of the book that show how very few achievements i get in, well, in my videos. why days. very why close to the very beginning Well, I mean, it's okay, it's usually about halfway through. I would say my average number of achievement points I get for any 1,000-point game is, like, 300 to 400 tops. Yeah, so I'm more of a completionist, so I I finish just about every game that I play. I finish them, but finishing a game doesn't mean getting all the achievements, you psychopath. Sometimes it
0: does.
2: (laughs) You madman.
1: I realize that it's silly, but I I don't know. I
0: like the prospect of, like, what I'm thinking, the way that I think of it is, like, look at a game like Dishonored. Dishonored has, like, a bunch of ways to play through it. And I like the idea of, like, three months in, them being like, hey, we added this new power, maybe see how you can get through the game using this power. And and it's
2: free. Like, how can you complain about what's essentially free content? Because I, I will, okay, let's just pump the brakes there on content. Because, okay, no, it's not content. That's a lie. Achievements are sort of that's intellectual dishonesty, <laughs> and I will not allow it on the besties. Uh, the the problem I have with this and the reason I wasn't more excited about it is that there are one of two possibilities here: either a they make an achievement easier to get or harder to get, both of which invalidate that achievement, or they add achievements which leads to uh, the the de-inflation the deflation if you will of <laughs> of the value of achievement scores so like this thing that was already like sort of silly and meaningless becomes like because if you don't think they're like the moment like someone's gonna throw in that as a selling point like we have four thousand achievement points you can get like that that completely devalues the system i don't see how you keep that number constant and also be able to make changes to achievements on the fly. Also, you
1: work your dick off unlocking all the Chivos in in Gears of War 7 Locust Humper, and then you finish it after spending hundreds of hours getting that one elusive Chief that you needed to complete the set, and then the next day you wake up and there's a title update, and there's yeah. 30 new 30 well,
0: ones. Well, that's why I do like what Sony does, which is decouples... The platinum trophy from DLC so you can get like the platinum trophy and it doesn't like remove your completionist achievement when the new DLC gets added whereas on the Xbox when new achievements get added and you're at hundred percent you just drop down to ninety percent sure so I guess you guys hey. have convinced me and now I'm dreading it
2: <laughs> hey Dave Tack yeah this is your first uh, year as a as a games journalist I think E three will actually be right around your your specific year point. Yes, um, sir. How is this like? What was it like for you watching this console announcement? This is your first one, uh, because obviously no one counts the Wii U. Uh, what, uh, what did you? Well, it was, what what was, have you thought about it, it so far? Has Has the experience been for you?
3: There was the PlayStation Four too. Um, there, it's it's more. I mean, or in or total. Or I mean, I yeah. mean,
2: with with both of them.
3: Yeah. Um. I. It's. It's interesting to look at it from the sort of perspective of, of of somebody who's covering it, because you 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 learn. I felt like I used to know a lot about the industry, like more than normal people before I started, and then I started and I realized how little I knew compared to the people I worked with. Um, but over Don't the you course, you
2: ever fucking forget it, motherfucker? Right, I'm learning all the time. I always got my rear view up to check it for Dave Tax.
3: And the thing is, like, it, it, it's so much fun to see the bigger stories play out. Um, you know, you, you 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 hear a little bit. We're working on a rumors post right now, where we're we're checking to see what over the last year, year and a half, what everybody thought was going to come out, what these leaked memos were going to be, or you know, what these leaked memos said were going to happen, what people in the know said were going to happen, and and that's that's what I love uh, about this thing, where everybody knew. You know, we were sitting around at the loft last year, during E3, wondering if anybody was going to announce a console. Um, and it's here we are, almost a year later, and we finally got that. This is this story's been uh, uh, blowing up, and it and it finally popped. And I think it's super exciting now that we we actually have the thing to talk about. We actually have uh, the the console to dig in to find out about. To, to learn all of that stuff that we've been wondering about for so long. So uh, I love it. And please don't fire me because I like this job a lot.
2: Done. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, gotta... I mean you. You're done. No. Oh, no. But uh, Leave but your I, blogger with uh, Samantha on the way up. My blogger? Your blogging device—it's like a phaser, but it blogs. It's Like a phaser, but it just—you just pointed at press releases and transmogrified <laughs> them into the, news, in the This has been the wait best so where we talk about the winner, very best winner, of the winner. week, and we're gonna pick a winner real quick. I really think for, for, that Griffin had a strong interest. I feel week. like what did you guys think when. Yep, I'll pick a winner this week.
1: You ready for this? The yeah. PlayStation Four, Sony, crony. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Sony. Uh, I think um,
0: Griffin probably won.
1: Uh, he rips off that master to reveal it was Kazurai the whole time.
2: Griffin's multiple wins have been sponsored by Sony <laughs> this entire time. <laughs> this has been the besties where we talk about the latest and greatest and best and brightest of the video game industry. Thank you for joining us. I'm sorry about whoever has the really noisy room. It's been irritating me the whole time, too. So just <laughs> know that you're not alone. Uh, You can join us again next Friday uh, Where we'll talk about a a wider Array of topics One would assume unless another console is announced In that uh, meantime Make sure you visit us on Polygon We got a brand new article page All our news articles look uh, sexier than ever With all kinds of cool new functionality So you don't want to miss that If you get a chance go to iTunes Give us a subscription and a review and a critique from your heart, we would appreciate that. You can follow us on at Polygon, YouTube, Slash, Polygon, Facebook, Slash, Polygon, Polygon.com, Tumblr.com, and uh, probably Grinder somewhere. And make sure to join us again next Friday for the besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best things? Betsy!